We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend. I hope you're feeling great today. So would you like to have more vitality, vibrancy, and energy? In other words, are you ready to have more fun, turn up your wattage, and shine brighter in the world? I think we all have this potential, and in fact, I believe it's our destiny. But beings that we live on a planet of free will and choice, we first need to set our intention, claim alignment, and consciously partner up with the greatest source of energy of all. Some may call this source the universe, spirit, creator, divine intelligence, or God. All I know is when I was trying to do things on my own and from ego, an acronym for edging God out, life didn't work so well. Once I stepped into IGO, an acronym I coined for inviting God only, I was ushered down a very different path, a path that revealed more grace, peace, joy, and ease. And I have to say, as I have partnered with the universe, it has evolved into the adventure of a lifetime we're here with my expert and guest who has a similar yet unique story about choosing to line up with Source, brighten his light, and share his wisdom and gifts with the world. And I'm so happy to be sharing him with you. We're here with Jillian Kaufman. He is a man that has been trained in science and electrical engineering, who has worked in power generation and electrical transmission and distribution for over 20 years. In other words, this man knows energy. Jillian says we are electrical beings and that all of our vital functions are controlled by electrical impulses. The same laws that govern how a light can burn brighter can be applied in our own lives. We can burn brighter, directing more of our energy towards our passion and our purpose. We're here to talk about his new book, Let Go, Let It Flow, A Path to Peace and Personal Power. Jillian's intention with his book, his teachings, and our time together is to help you turn on turn up and help you share your light and gifts with the world. So Jillian, thanks for being here on a second show of Journey to Center. Thank you so much, Tammy. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's so awesome to have this dance with you and share your way of speaking truth because it really resonates for me. And I think people are really going to understand uh, the way you articulate flow, energy, and uh, there's so much more I want to talk to you about. So first of all, let's start with that. What does flow mean to you? Well, it, it means a lot. So I'll maybe back up for a little bit from it's been described as an optimal state of being. Psychologists describe it as the zone. So on one level, it is that effortless feeling if you surf, when you catch that wave, when you mm -hmm. see a sunset, when something takes you out of your it's an altered state of being or an enhanced state of being. So from a, a psychological standpoint, it's an optimal state. From energy, you know, electricity is the flow of electrons. And life itself has ebbs and flows and seasonality. So we're living uh, beings, obviously, with birth, death, and change throughout us. So it implies constant motion and we are evolving along this stream, stream of consciousness, our experiences. So 
my definition of it is both the psychological and physical and even akin to the physics of flowing electrons and then the psychological of optimal experience and then of life flow, divine energy flow. So it's quite a, quite a lot. It is. It is. So yeah, you're addressing it from a lot of different angles and perspectives and, and I appreciate that. I think that's fantastic. So Jillian, what are some of the things that we do that impedes flow? What is it that we do that resists flow? Well, I think a lot of it that we live our lives either being anxious of the future or having regrets of the past. Mm. And that disconnects us from the present moment of what we are experiencing. Um, we become judgmental, wishing that life were a certain way. And as you described of getting out of your way and inviting God in, that the ego creates a barrier to the true source and gets in the way and robs energy from us. From an electrical standpoint, the flow of electrical current resistance builds up heat and consumes energy. So as the flowing electrons are going through a conductor, as you lower resistance, you allow more of that flow to go from point A to point B. So that's really the heart of what I describe in the book, but so that you have that flowing stream of life. And we, through our psychology, through resisting what is, making judgments, being entitled, being self-centered, all of those things, consume energy instead of empowering us. Mm -hmm. So those, those are the, the core, the reverse of those, as I described, the, the flow gate. Um, it's a glass half full, half empty kind of thing. The more of the flow gates, the more of the flow you have. The opposite would be that the more, of the, the more self-centered you are, the, the less present you are, you create more resistance. So kind of looking at the two sides of the same coin. Yes. And I know for me, um, something that really started to seem to um, increase flow and life force for me was making the conscious choice to, to forgive people that I thought had done me so wrong in my past. And I didn't mm -hmm. want to, but you know, the saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And me being right wasn't making me happy. So I finally decided to surrender that. And it it uh, really took my, I think, conscious intention. But then I was met with some grace and it took a while. But once I felt like I'd come to completion with the forgiveness process, I had so much more life force. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, a core uh, spiritual practice. Uh, many religions and others, the forgiveness is not only for the person you're forgiving, but for the forgiver that you're yes. releasing that hurt and allowing life to be and so much resentment you know we get stuck and kind of hang on to this energy blockage uh, that that prevents us from fully experiencing the present life and what may happen tomorrow yeah it's true and and i i love the way you describe flow to me when i feel like i'm in the flow it's sort of like the wind is at my back and often i'll feel this um like this tingling sensation on the top of my head or goosebumps. And I feel like it is, it's an energy, it's an electrical current that moves through me. And it, it feels like really just being 
just one with the universe and our creator. And it feels so much better than, and than trying to control or make things happen on my own or, you know, it, it's, it's a wonderful feeling to just surrender ambition and allow this, this life force to carry me. Well, and, and I experienced that when I woke up, if you will, several years ago and could feel those goosebumps and get that tingling sensation on my skin. And that's like letting you know that you're on to something. And that's a, a kind of a marker of how I am engaging and how I am being present in the moment. If I can feel those sensations, it's uh, the God wink that, you know, you're on the right way. So kind of the sailing analogy, you know, your, your sail starts picking up, um, you get in the wind behind you. Um, and it's just a wonderful feeling. And so that flow and increasing that amount of energy to help direct us towards our ultimate goal. That's uh, really what it's all about. I so agree. You actually say ego can prevent us. Ambition can prevent us from living our greatest purpose and gifts. Why is that? Well, for me, I experienced that because when I was locked in my head, you know, whether I'm worried about what somebody may think of what I do or trying to think through several steps ahead, maybe I'm cursed as an engineer kind of logical brain thinking you know, two or three steps ahead, well, I'm, I'm missing what's going on right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And all of those things consume that energy. And back to what we described in the beginning about flow from an optimal state of being, that one of the characteristics of that is that you lose your sense of self. And so you're engrossed in whatever it is that you're doing. And so that ego is diminished. And then time expands and contracts you know, you, you lose sense of time. It could, it could feel like you've been doing something for a minute and you've been working, you know, playing the guitar for hours or writing or whatever it may be. And that, that total immersion in, in the moment and in the flow. And so directing that energy and capturing that energy, harnessing that energy and applying it towards whatever it is that speaks to your soul. And, and that's really, uh, for me, you know, this discovery and sharing it with your audience, um, that, that gives me great joy. And others have unique gifts that they will bring to the world. And, and the world needs them to do that. And so, you know, it's up for them to, to open themselves up, recognize the signs, and, and go with it. And then we can all observe and benefit from their expression. So it's a, it's a wonderful collective thing that we can all experience. Yes, I totally agree with you. I, I like saying, of course, miracles, all of God's children are special and none of God's children are special because we're essentially all the same stuff. But we do have mm-hmm. unique gifts and contributions to the planet. It's so fun when we can get to this space and place of realizing this and enjoying it. Absolutely. So, Jillian, say maybe there's somebody listening going, yeah, that all sounds well and good. I'd love to be in the flow, but I really don't know what you're talking about and I don't know how to step into it. What are some suggestions you might have to open, to step into it or more open fully to flow? Okay. So in, in the book, I describe the flow gate. So if you can imagine like a, a, a dam or a spigot where you're turning and opening um, the flow gates to allow more or less of the current to flow. Um, 
I experienced these sequentially, but I think either in any order they could work. Uh, the first is present, and what that means to me, we are spiritual beings in a physical body, but unless we're taking care of our physical being, it's very difficult for us to experience life optimally. You know, if you have a, a toothache or a broken bone, you're not going to be able to be the <laughs> kindest, most gentle person, or at least I'm not able to do that. So um, I found out that I was not sleeping enough. Um, you know, I was very driven. There was expressions of, you know, you'd sleep when you die. Um, I did exercise, but probably exercise too much. And so recognizing that I need rest and recovery, diet. So the presence really incorporates a lot of the physical first. And then being able just to be, um, that's a mm -hmm. easier said than done thing. But just showing up and beginning to open yourself to whatever it is. So if I was to advise anything, it would be looking at all that physically. I know when, um, and I think we shared this uh, previously, just about uh, periods of anxiety, um, but I experienced my dark night of soul where I couldn't sleep for the first time in my life. And the less I slept, the more anxious I was the next day. And it was a vicious cycle that I could not get out of. And I was kind of throwing fuel on the fire by drinking way too much coffee during the day because I was too tired because I didn't sleep. And then it's kind of in this Elvis Presley, you know, up down cycle that really wasn't giving my body the rest and recovery that it needs. So really have to start. A lot of people write about the importance of taking care of your physical being. And I'm no different that that's really where it all starts mm -hmm. from there moving into acceptance and suspending judgment, um, getting away from the ego, the separation between good, bad, or wanting things different ways that that imparts energy. And if you can just be the witness and observe whatever it is and not give energy to it, that further allows more energy available to you. I tried to make this book accessible to people um, of, of all types. Um, there are really two scientific laws that are in there. One is the conservation of energy, which is a thermodynamic law that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It merely just changes forms. So the idea is that there's a set amount of energy that's available to us. What are we doing with that? And the judgments and other things being anxious and worried take us away from deploying that energy in positive directions to where we want to go. It's like driving your car with a brake on mm -hmm. that it's impeding your, your progress. So um, I did a uh, Will Bowen is a friend of mine. He has a great book of uh, complaint free world. And I did that where you try to go 21 days without complaining and uh, it really opened me up to just the negative chatter in my brain and just how much complaining I was doing that I was unaware of. So that was a good exercise um, towards the second flow gate of acceptance. From there, the T in the path framework, so you have presence, acceptance, the T is thankfulness and expressing gratitude. I think the first two are really related to each other where you're here in the present moment. 
suspending judgment, you've opened yourself up to what is, then you start transcending by offering gratitude for the experience, and then you move from there into helping and serving others with the gifts that you have, which further energizes people and makes life incredibly rewarding from there where you're using your gifts, your talents, your resources and serving others. That's kind of a roundabout way of describing the the path framework and any of those elements when practice can have increased results for people. Um, So expressing gratitude, um, volunteering for others, you know, susp- uh, trying not to be judgmental, or suspending your uh, practicing more acceptance. Obviously, taking care of your physical body has an, any, you know, a number of benefits for us. Yeah, I love a good acronym. PATH is presence, acceptance, thankfulness, and helping. And it really does. Those four things can totally transform one's life. And I know they have for me. Absolutely. Your show and your, and your work, you're helping others and getting your message. You have a chance to uh, provide an audience uh, for, for people like myself and others. So, you know, I thank you for the work that you're doing. Oh, it's my joy. And it does seem like when we tap into our purpose, it really is our joy. Absolutely. I mean, I think we're born. Uh, I'm a, maybe mentioned this the last time, you know, you watch a newborn come into the world. They're happy. They're smiling. And really for no reason other than just being. And we, we all have that capability within us. Uh, it comes out, and I don't think that has to be the exception. I think we can make that more the rule um, because we're, we'll, we are well cared for in this time and age. And I think really as, as we evolve, we can tap into our higher purposes and, and really do more of what we're called here to do. Mm, I, I think you're right. And I, I think that's why we this whole creation was put into motion for this this ability to dance and play with one another, to celebrate, to be in our joy and, you know, to be present for parts that don't feel good, like this, the sorrow and, the, you know, the, the, the tears to be really present for all that is. And, and you write about that. You talk about that. And I, I think you're right on target with everything you, you speak of. Well, thank you. Thank you. So um, you talk a little bit about how spiritual laws lower spiritual resistance, and they're like basic laws of electricity. You've kind of talked a little bit about this, but can you give us a little bit more? Well, sure. So the the PATH framework um, from the, the science side of things mentioned electrical energy flowing through a conductor. So the amount of resistance is the thing that blocks the flow. And in terms of the spiritual pieces, um, you described the relief that you felt when you forgave and you were able to, to move past that opens up that uh, dam in the, in the stream, if you will, that was mm-hmm. blocking uh, flow otherwise. And so, um, you know, Jesus talked about forgiving and how much you should forgive. Other uh, religions uh, talk about the importance of that. And, it just feels good 
uh, it's better to give than to receive. And, and giving that forgiveness to another person frees you ultimately, and it feels good for you. You're letting that go, what doesn't serve you anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, serving others certainly um, is a wonderful feeling. It energizes you, uh, and it gets you out of your head, and you tap into something bigger than yourself for whatever cause that, that speaks to you. It could be uh, your family caring for your parents or whatever the circumstances for you, you'll know um, kind of what, what feels good, that tingling sensation, you'll be drawn to that. Um, the notion of, of training your, your uh, mind through prayer and meditation and being able to be less reactive to what's going on and really um, mastering your mind that... Um, it's a tool, and you don't want to be controlled by it, but it can be a, a wonderful servant, but a terrible master, as the saying goes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, learning to be present with your mind and body um, and not being um, punitive to your body. I mean, we have so many wonderful sensations, uh, sensual experiences that we can enjoy with all of our, our senses and being that really... You know, every day that we're alive, we should be trying to uh, maximize the experiences that our senses offer us. I mean, it's a wonderful uh, feeling. So all of those things um, are are available to us, but life and prior training, families of origin, other things get in the way from, from us really being who we truly are. And so that's really what I want to try to do is remind people and provide some tools based on my observations that I think can help people do more with their life. I love that. And and you say some things that are pretty basic, but when you said them or when I read them, it was like, oh, yeah, wow. You say less resistance equals more energy. You also say God's energy is omnipresent and we are conductors of this energy. So it's just a different way of saying something that it, it continues to inspire me to line up with that same magnificent source that's moving the planets around the sun. It, it really did inspire me to go deeper and higher with these with these teachings and philosophies. I really just so appreciate your way of being and communicating. Well, that means a lot. Thank you. So, Jillian, we just have a few couple of minutes left here. Where can people get a hold of you, find out more, get your book, become a, what is it you do? You help people become a prime mover. Yes. I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll, um, my uh, website, uh, juliankaufman.com, social media, I'm there as well. Um, I am creating a membership community a movement of sorts called Prime Mover. And a prime mover converts energy from one form into another. And an example, probably common, certainly in California, with uh, wind turbines that take the energy of the wind and convert it into electrical energy. And we are prime movers of source energy, God, the divine, and we're converting that energy into something, which I say is our life's work. And what I want to do is help people convert as effectively and efficiently as possible 
utilizing the best spiritual teachings and relating that in a, in a science way to provide people who may be skeptical like I was of spiritual things when in my early life uh, with uh, kind of the, the energy explanation since energy is everything. So how are you utilizing your energy? And these are pretty basic laws that have been around you know, since the 1900s that we can certainly apply and by extension live a more fulfilled life. So Prime Movers, the uh, movement uh, that, I've, that I've formed and love to have your, your audience join us. I just love that. It's like you're you're um, lining people up. You're helping them increase their wattage, your life force, their vibrancy, their vitality, which is you know how we started this show. And and who doesn't want more of that? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, we've come a long way um, in the United States in my life. Uh, coal power plants are being retired. We're moving towards cleaner energy. We drive fuel efficient cars. We utilize. You know, programmable thermostats, we do all this stuff, and yet a lot of times we continue to operate in a suboptimal way with our own life. We worry, we're anxious, we're not, we're wasting a lot of energy. And what I want to do is is apply those same tools and techniques towards the spiritual essence of who we are and what we are, and capture that and harness it so that make the world a better place. Yeah, and have more fun doing it. And you do it in such a comprehensive and fun way. And Jillian, I just appreciate you so much. I'm so glad you said yes to doing these interviews with me last week and this week. And I hope to get you on again very soon because you're so much fun. You're so smart. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> and to my guests, thank you for being part of the energy here today. I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. Be in touch with me, Facebook, Instagram, email me, TammyBPhD.com is my website about relationship means the most means more than anything being connected with you so take care of yourself god bless you onward and upward bye for now